Hey, Seattle hockey fans. Happy Wednesday. I hope your week is going well. We are going to give you an update on the NHL playoffs and, of course, my big bad bold prediction. And I'm going to tell you why I'm a little bit ticked off at the Seattle Kraken media core. All that's coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to the Wednesday episode of Locked on Kraken. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. Thank you if you're listening on audio, if you're watching on YouTube. Everydayers, you are the true MVPs. We're so grateful to have you here. The channel has grown so much during our first ever playoff run, and we're hoping to stay strong in the off season. Okay. Speaking of the NHL playoffs, let's just go ahead and get this one out of the way. We're going to rip that bandaid and let's talk about the teams still in the hunt. Of course, we have the Florida Panthers and the uh, Carolina Hurricanes, Florida leading that series three, nothing. And let's take you over to NHL.com where we can see what, what the series is looking like. Who are some of the key players um, ahead of their next game? So we're again over at NHL.com. You see that uh, the next game is tonight win away from the Stanley Cup final the Florida Panthers are what what is up guys Armando Velez from the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast and the Florida Panthers defeat the Carolina Hurricanes by a final score of one to nothing in game three at FLA Live Arena and this is a game where the Carolina Hurricanes were dominating the possession basically the whole time it was a whole bunch of odd man rushes the Florida Panthers were pinned in their own zone and in the one and only power play that the Carolina Hurricanes got the Florida Panthers flipped the script and what the Carolina Hurricanes did in game two on their PK, the Florida Panthers did not allow any zone time for the Carolina Hurricanes and scored on the power play as well themselves. Sam Reinhart getting it past Freddie Anderson far side, eight seconds into their power play, quick to move the puck from, from the end boards to the corner and then back to Sam Reinhart. And it was a tight checking game. The Carolina Hurricanes, they put they threw the kitchen sink at Sergei Bobrovskin. He was there to stop all 32 of, of the shots. His lateral movement was great. There was a breakaway on Nason that he barely flinched to make the save on. And Sergei Bobrovsky, what more can you say about the run that he has been on over 930 save percentage and a, under a 2.20 goals against average ever since coming into game four? of the Boston series and he's has been the sole reason or the main reason at least that the Florida Panthers got to where they have being one win away from the Stanley Cup final. So listen to my recap of this one to nothing win for the Florida Panthers over the Carolina Hurricanes. Make sure to listen to my next episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your team every day. 
There you have it, Seattle sports, the Florida Panthers on the precipice. And I mean, it's exciting. It's exciting. But obviously, if you are a Carolina fan or you have taken them under your wing, they've got some work to do. But um, you heard Armando talking about a hot goaltender, not to mention that we saw in the first three games of the entire you know, final four in the NHL, we saw three overtimes. So it's just been a wild and crazy time. Uh, Matthew uh, Kachuk, you know, telling his team, let's go, let's go, let's go. And right out the gate immediately in game one and game two. Um, So Carolina's got some work to do and they will play tonight. You can see right here, NHL.com has the matchup for you. Um, These are the team stats that we're seeing in this series. And um, it's really something that stands out to me is that the the Canes have the better penalty kill. Um, The face-offs are about even. The goals for exactly the same uh, goals against, um, you know, the Panthers actually give up more goals, but they have been great on the power play at a 25.6% clip. As you heard Armando Velez say, they got the one nothing win. They were, they went into, um, you know, a three, two overtime, a two, one overtime. This has just been a really close contest. You see defenseman burns for Carolina with four points. Matthew Kachuk talked about him. Both Burns and Kachuk have two goals in the series so far. So let's see what Carolina can do on the other side of things. And I am very sorry to say this for for personal reasons. But last night, the Vegas Golden Knights got their third consecutive win in the series against the Dallas Stars, who we just took to seven games for nothing was the scoreline yesterday, May 23rd. And they have a game coming up tomorrow. And so we'll see, will we have two sweeps in the conference finals? That's right. That's what is at stake here right now. We could have a sweep in the East, a sweep in the West, depending on how things go. So I've been bouncing in and out. The WNBA started actually wearing my Seattle Storm shirt today. Um, So I've been in and out of the the conference games, more more so focused on opening tip-off for the WNBA. But yeah, needless to say that if Dallas can figure some things out and quickly the big bad bold prediction that I've had since the very beginning of locked on Kraken is in serious jeopardy. That bold prediction every day as you know, is that the Seattle Kraken will win a Stanley cup before the Vegas golden Knights. I'm here to tell you Vegas looks like they mean business. So We'll see. Let me know in the comments. Do you think we still have a chance to get the Stanley Cup before the Vegas Golden Knights? Are they going to get it done? Obviously, anything can happen in the postseason. We're seeing that Florida's having a magical run. They go through Boston. They get through Toronto. Florida looking pretty good. Vegas as well. Um, not to be trifled with, got through Edmonton and, you know, I believe LA was their first matchup. So 
I don't know. It's going to be good hockey down the wire for sure. But coming up next on Locked on Kraken, we're going to focus a little bit more on the Seattle Kraken. And as promised, I'm going to take you to Maddie Beneers. Now, we're going to hear from Maddie Beneers, and he's going to talk, obviously, about the Calder odds. I thought he had a really interesting reaction to the ongoing questions about being a rookie, about being potential rookie of the year, and all of that. That's coming up. And don't forget, on tomorrow's episode for the Everydayers, we have a game day episode. No, the Seattle Kraken are not hitting the ice, but some players who have hit the ice for the Seattle Kraken will be in action as the Coachella Valley Firebirds take on the Milwaukee Admirals. And we will be joined by the one and only Ann Kimmel from Locked on Predators, which means we get to gloat about Ellie Tolvanen. All that is coming up not only today, but this week on Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team in, is all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part fits your needs the first time around, just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride! eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. The everydayers who are listening, whether it's on your favorite audio platform, including Sirius SXM, all you have to do is search Kraken and Locked on Kraken will show up for you. Or if you are watching on YouTube, we've had record numbers on YouTube. We're marching close to 800 subscribers. And again, would love to be at 1,000 subscribers by the time the puck drops on the next season. So we're getting there. Let's do it. And, uh, you know, uh, make sure you're commenting that you're subscribed. And if you subscribe and hit the notifications, that's how you'll know when videos post such as the media availability, the exit interview for Maddie Beneers, which will go up today after this show goes live. But speaking of Maddie Beneers, we're going to hear from him in just a minute. These were the exit interviews that happened a day or two after. Unfortunately, we lost to Dallas in game seven. The great thing is that we got to hear from the players about a myriad of topics Mario Gokart, you'll hear uh, when it comes to Matty Beneers, obviously Calder, and and a lot more. I'm going to take you to Matty Beneers in just a minute, and then we'll talk a little bit about his Calder odds in the next segment. But first, I talked about this yesterday, so everydayers, you will remember this conversation. I mentioned that Martin Jones and Ryan Donato are just some of the names of players that I did not see exit interviews available for. I got word from the Seattle Kraken that for some reason, Ryan Donato, but especially Martin Jones, was not requested for the final media availability of the season. And later on this week, 
on Friday's episode, I might go into a mini rant as why I'm a little bit, a little bit more than a little bit. I am disappointed, not only that I couldn't be there, but also that nobody asked for, of course, Ryan Donato, you know, that's a fave of mine. But Martin Jones, when you look at what he did for us this year, how do we not get the opportunity to ask Martin Jones some questions in summary? But all the more reason to follow the channel so that I can have a travel budget and make my way out to Seattle Kraken games more often. All of that we'll talk about later. We've got the game day episode for the Coachella Valley Firebirds tomorrow. And then on Friday, I'll get into my epic rant and we'll talk about Martin Jones. I can't give you an interview, but I will go through his numbers and make a strong case for why he was a critical part of our success this season. But for now, I'm going to take you to a guy that, you know, I called that guy for us, the one and only Matty Beneers. Here's him talking to media, a few excerpts from his exit interview. And if you want to watch the whole thing, head over to our YouTube channel. Whole year doing this over 90 games plus. And, uh, what are you going to take away from having a full campaign underneath your belt now? Yeah, you kind of know what it's like and, um, you know, got got some good experience, you know, playing a full year, seeing how, you know, hard that is, getting a little playoff experience. So, um, you know, stuff you can look at and see what you need to do in the summer and, uh, you know, coming in next year with some more confidence that you kind of know what, what to expect. What's some area that you're going to look to improve on coming back for? You know, um probably everything if I can um you know putting on more weight obviously um you know my skating keep getting my skating better my edges you know yeah you mentioned the weight part did you feel like at times um you were pushed around a little bit and that adapting to the league at this level at 20 years old that that was something that um you would like to see a little bit more of out of yourself yeah, I would love more weight. <laughs> it'd be great. I think it'd be great for, you know, being in the corners, holding guys off my back. Um, you know, a lot of benefits for it. I think more muscle in my legs, too, make me look faster. So um, I don't think there's really many downsides to it. But, um, you know, it's just time and, you know, putting in the work in the summer. So hopefully that'll, you know, work out. What was, what was the most amount of games you played in a season before this year? I would say probably 50, but not like college seasons, probably high 30s, but then also like international and stuff. So I say 50 probably. Did it feel like 90-some games? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> At the Towards the end there, yeah. Uh, well, after after regular season, we were we were feeling pretty good, and then playoffs is tough because it's just like every other day and you're just going. So, But you get in a groove like everything. Did, did you feel like teams started to, to – target you and try to come at you a little bit more as the season kind of went on and they got used to seeing you produce at, at that level like you were early in the year? Yeah, maybe a little bit. I would say probably flew under the radar a little bit more in, earlier in the season. So, um, you know, probably a little bit easier. But, um, you know, it's pretty pretty cool when you when you see that or hear that, you know. Getting, I mean, it's not good to get targeted, but it's, <laughs> it's also pretty cool. So respect yeah which was uh, tougher the grind the physical or the mental 
Um, you know, both both was both was tough. Um, you know, physically, um, probably early on, earlier on, you know, just getting used to it. But um, you know, mentally throughout the season, there's always times where you know things aren't going your way. You're not getting the bounces. Uh, you're not playing your best hockey. You know, things like that. Everyone has it. So um, you know, you just gotta stay mentally tough and. You know, not not get too worried about it. Know your, you know, remind yourself. You know, I'm a, I'm a good player. <laughs> I got this. And uh, you know, you can always lean on your teammates, which we got a great group of guys here. So, um, you know, I don't think it was it was too tough because you know I was still kind of just, you know, having fun in my first year. So that was that was good. But um, it's definitely definitely tough and dif- different for every guy. And by the way, if you need help putting on weight, come see me. Right. Uh, I know. Yeah, my mom, it. my my parents always say that they're like, "You, I eat a bowl of ice cream and I gain ten pounds, and you eat it and you lose weight." I'm like, "I know." Okay. You just a month be spent just in an absolute blind panic over whether you're going to win the Calder. No, no, I'm going to go home and I'm, I'm going to relax. Um, I'm going to go in my boat. I'm going to see my family. What, what would it mean to you if you? If you yeah, you know, it'd be be very, um, you know, cool, <laughs> very, very nice, and you know, I'd be very humbled, and it'd be, you know, you know, good kind of marker, and you know, cool for the guys in our team to see what they, you know, really what they, you know, helped us help me accomplish. So, um, you know, a lot of credit to them, and you know, I don't. I don't think about it too much, to be honest. Maddie, so. I say this as a compliment. Are you kind of almost ready to be done with this is your first year topics and questions? Are you ready to just end the game? <laughs> I'm ready uh, ready for summer, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never know what's going to happen in any season, but I think that, you know, we all got a taste of playoffs this year. That was my first taste. I know a lot of guys have been there on this team, but, um, you know, there's a lot of guys that are, craving to be back and you know I'm definitely sure that there's a lot of sour taste in every guy's mouth that we're not still still going so um, you know we want to be we want to be right back where we were and and uh, you know try to keep going his growth as a player this year how's he grown as a roommate <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my tongue no I'm just kidding <laughs> he's been great um, he's been super helpful um, from like so many little things, but to uh, you know making sure I have all my stuff, or <laughs> you know making sure I'm on time. I mean, I'm not I'm not lost without him, but he's he's obviously been so helpful, and it's just been fun to you know you go to a brand new team, you go to a brand new place, living you know uh, first time probably living on my own uh, other than college. So and having him there was you know just super fun, and then also. Uh, you know, really helpful. Who ends the season as Mario Kart champion? <clears throat> me. Me, definitely. No doubt. Thanks, Maddie. <laughs> so there you have it, Maddie Veneers, talking about everything from Calder to sour taste in the mouth um, after not advancing further in the playoffs, and, of course, his roommate, Will Borgen. We're going to break down some of what Maddie discussed, look at his numbers, and what we think are his odds to win the Calder Trophy. That's coming up 
on this episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by Bird Dogs. The warm weather is finally here and that means one thing, shorts. But with shorts, finding the right fit is always a challenge. And I've talked about bird dogs, I think, from some of their marketing. Uh, You know, I wouldn't necessarily immediately gravitate towards them. But I can tell you that I've had my two pairs of bird dogs for about a week. And the tumbler, of course, I can tell you, holds hot beverages very nicely. Um, But as someone who sometimes has trouble finding shorts that fit my waist and then my thighs... Uh, much like athletes like hockey players or baseball players, Bird Dogs has been a super nice fit. It's already hot here in Tulsa. And the the right fit along with the comfort and the breathability of the shorts is really something that has stood out to me. So go and peruse the Bird Dogs collection. You can stop searching for the perfect pair of shorts and head to birddogs.com backslash locked on NHL right now. And when you enter promo code locked on NHL at checkout, you'll receive that free custom Bird Dog Yeti style tumbler that will come with every single order when you use, again, the promo code locked on NHL. So uh, I hope for the sake of perhaps a tan or just breathability this summer that you go check out Bird Dogs. Thank you, as always, hockey fans, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala, also the founder of Black Rosie Media and your host of the bi-weekly Women's hockey spotlight and that will be coming up not this friday but next friday and i just got confirmation literally as i was recording this show today that we will have an olympic goaltender uh who we will be able to talk to at least that's the plan everything's scheduled hopefully everything will go to plan and so that should be an exciting friday episode as we continue to talk about free agency and a lot of the player moving that is happening in the premier hockey federation in particular okay maddie veneers what can i say about maddie veneers except that I'm a fan. I said early on, he is that guy for us. He was coming through clutch and he got to play on a line with un, until McCann went down with injury, McCann and Eberly, but really had a great chemistry with those two. Um, and, you know, you heard a lot of the conversation in the postseason was talking about rookies playing like vets, mostly talking about Maddie Beniers and Ty Cartier. So, um, you know, I think that I, I want to point you to one of the amazing articles that we have up on NHL.com backslash Kraken. And this one is by Bob Condor. And again, it's the rookies playing like veterans. And Maddie Beniers, Ty Cartier, what's exciting about these players is that we have them for a few seasons. Now with Maddie Beniers, let's take a look at his productivity and we're going to look obviously at his stats in the regular season. And that's what will qualify him and has already qualified him as a finalist for the Calder trophy. But we um, have to figure out, you know, what that means for him. The other 
players, Logan Thompson, goalie for the Vegas Golden Knights, and Owen Power. Now, Owen Power had 36 points uh, and a one first place vote in the P, the Professional Hockey Writers Association vote. And uh, Mason McTavish had 22 points. Logan Thompson, second overall, 49 points. But it was Maddie Beniers with um, 74 points, 14 first place votes. Uh, also, NHL.com's poll at the halfway mark, it was Maddie Beniers leading. So this is all promising. Obviously, you know, we'll see how everything fares, but. You know, he's got what, you know, a 40, 50 point swing, according to that voting for the finalists. Now we'll see what happens. And there is a little part of me that's a little worried because I just feel like Maddie Beneers has been overlooked and overshadowed when it came, comes to like some of the rookie of the month stuff. I know Allison Lucan thought he should be up for another award. So, and Seattle, just people not really focusing on us and thinking what we were experiencing. Uh, when it came to our wins was a fluke. And I'll break that down probably a little bit more as I'm talking to Martin Jones, but we'll continue to talk about it in the off season. So let's go to Matty B's stats here. We're looking on NHL.com. And so you can see that his career playoff numbers are exactly the same as this year's playoff numbers. Cause he's a rookie 14 games. He had seven points, three goals, four assists, Penalty minutes, just four, which is amazing. Now, so in 2022-23, so his full season, he played 80 games. Remember, he missed some games after that freaking gnarly hit. But anyway, 24 goals, 33 assists for 57 points overall. Not bad. Love those numbers. I think he can be a 30-goal scorer for us for sure. Penalty minutes, two. Two, 10 power play goals, 10 power play goals, um, or excuse me, 10 power play points for power play goals. Um, uh, I can't speak enough about how Maddie Beneers to me embodies the type of player that you often hear coaches say doing the right thing at the right time. And that's what he was for us. McCann took a little while to get going, Burakovsky, Bjorkstrand, but Maddie Beniers was that guy. I have been on a lot of squad casts, as you saw if you're an everydayer, talking about how he has the most consistency for us as a squad. So Maddie Beniers, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's looking good, but as you heard from him, he just kind of wants the conversations to be done. He's ready for his summer. Maybe he's going to, you know, grab some shorts. I don't know if he wears bird dogs or not, but you know, he's going to grab some shorts, grab some sun and just unwind for a little bit. And then after he does that, as you heard him talk about, he's going to focus on putting on some weight. We've talked about on this show, how he gets pushed around. I do think he got better at it. But yes, I noticed even just seeing him from video and media availability that, you know, he's burning so many calories and he's having trouble keeping them on. He talked about that. I mean, I'm happy to share some of my weight with Maddie Beneers for the good of the team, you know, hold fast, stay true, whatever it takes. Um, not sure it works that way, but if it did, I would uh, volunteer as tribute. <laughs> 
Anyway, that's our show, folks. Tomorrow, again, it's a squad cast with Ann Kimmel because it's a game day. The Coachella Valley Firebirds on in the Calder playoffs. So it's going to be a good time. I always have a good time with Ann. And also our refrigerator on skates. That's right. That's what we're talking about on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Kraken. I already alluded to it, but I'll remind you, be kind to yourself and, of course, to each other. And hold fast. Stay true. Let's go Kraken. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.